In his beautiful book, The Prophet, Khalil Gibran says, if we had just heard, if you would indeed behold the spirit of death, open your heart wide unto the body of life. The first thing I noticed about Elaine was how deeply she fought to hold on to her life. Not so much her physical life, although she did that too, but really her spiritual and emotional life. Elaine was many things in her life, but she was always and everywhere a seeker. I've had the wonderful opportunity to talk with Lee and with Mavis about Elaine, and what I have heard is that Elaine began her life in the way that she ended it, opening her heart wide onto the body of life. Elaine was the first child of Albert and Elsie, who were children of Ukrainian immigrants in North Dakota. She learned to speak in Russian before she learned English, but that didn't stop her from singing the gospel hymn, Whispering Hope, in recital at age three. She was gifted with a beautiful soprano voice, perfect pitch, and a talent for the piano, which she studied and taught even as a young adolescent. She taught all throughout her adolescence and her young adulthood because music permeated her life. She and her family played and sang at home, at recitals for their large extended family, and at graduations, weddings, and funerals in a hundred-mile radius around Kildare, where they lived. Seeking adventure, seeking love, seeking high times, and always seeking the sublime, Elaine came to the Bay Area in the mid-60s, and here she focused on another aspect of her character, something she took from her parents, her belief in justice. Elaine was an advocate for the vulnerable. I saw this when I visited her at Long Life Assisted Living. She There, she would talk to me about her concerns for her sponsees, for her, for her former clients, even in the midst of extraordinary personal discomfort. And at first, when I was getting to know Elaine, I was occasionally caught off guard by her perceptive comments coming as they did after a period of silent observation in which I realized that she was visiting me as much as I was visiting her. Elaine completed two master's degrees and sat for her licensure as a marriage and family therapist, accomplishments which reflected her talents as well as her commitment to education. She did open her heart to the body of life using these talents, She worked with a vulnerable elderly in adult protective services, and she worked with 12-steppers most of her professional life. In her work, she sought to find the divine. Elaine's compassion, her earthiness, her humor even, took her to many spiritual homes. She was not satisfied with pat answers or superficial practices. As the poet Gibran says, in the depth of her hopes and desires lie her silent knowledge of the beyond. That silent knowledge of the beyond was there in her room every time I visited her. She knew me always, and sometimes she was even waiting for me. But every time I went, there was a moment of time in which she had to come back from wherever she had been, with God, I think in the beyond. And then I learned what it means that life and death are one, even as the river and the sea are one. 
She knew that. This unbelievably patient exploration of the beyond, this incredible willingness to live in suspended animation for a long, long time, was Elaine's greatest gift to all of us, I think. She had lived such an exuberant physical life. She raised and showed Dobermans, for instance. Did you know that? And she hiked all over the Bay Area. And she danced and sang and went endlessly to the theater. That she was stricken by the cruel paralysis of Parkinson's seemed unbearable to me. Unbearable. I was in awe of her. Of the way in which she lived with this death sentence of the way in which her loving soul persevered despite her anger and frustration with the disease. Elaine loved to hear the Psalms and to say them. Recently, Lee read Psalm 139, the one we said earlier, and he thought that she found it comforting. As the psalmist says, Surely the darkness shall cover me, even the darkness is not dark to you. The darkness came for her on many days, Many days I would arrive to find her lost in the darkness of that limbo. But even then, ready and willing to find the light again with me. As I talked with Mavis, I understood more about what made Elaine believe in the light. Elaine and Mavis and Lee always had a large extended family with whom they connected as children and whom Elaine always loved all her life. When Mavis had her children, Brent and Lisa, Elaine became their other mother. When Brent and Lisa had their children, Danielle and Eli, Elaine adopted them too. Every Sunday, Elaine called her family and friends to reconnect with them. It was love that drew her to light in her darkness. Gibran says, And what is it to cease breathing? but to free the breath from its restless tides, that it may rise and expand and seek God unencumbered. None of us would wish one more moment of suffering for Elaine, but we will miss her here. It is a relief to know that she's free from her restless tides, but we, like Thomas in the Gospel, need reassurance that she is with us still here somehow, somewhere. Elaine brought music and love to her family, to her friends, to this church, to the world. Her courage and her grace in the face of relentless agony reflected the face of God to anybody who knew her in these years. The last thing Mavis sang to her was, I surrender all. And I have to believe that Elaine gave herself to the heart of God in the beauty of that song. Elaine is alive in the universe, singing in her beautiful soprano voice, playing the piano of love in all of us. Our hearts and prayers go out to you, her family. We're grateful for the time we've had with her, and we join you in celebrating her grace. This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 
or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org. That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R-M-V for Mill Valley dot O-R-G. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon.